We are actuaries. In a world filled with unpredictability, we use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to US News and World Report, we're the 25th top paying career. Make an impact as a fact seeker and a truth teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you. Recorded live. Baragani. Assalamu alaikum. Shalom alaikum. And all those beautiful words of peace. I am your brother and host, Brother Derek Jabril. And this is called, this show is called The Narrative. Today, uh, I'm going to be solo in the program. Uh, my co-host, uh, Kenneth Springham, will not be in with us today. Um, I, I want to make a little reflection. Today is uh, September the 11th, 2016. Approximately 15 years ago, the United States were, was attacked at what we what we now know as 9-11, and it was coined that. I remember what I was doing that day, and many of you also remember what you were doing that day. And uh, we want to reflect on that day because it is the right thing to do. Over 3,000 people lost their lives that day, as well as first responders, and we would like everyone to just pay our respect to that uh, tragedy on that day. And um, I think I think that is right and is fitting that we all uh, take a moment and give a brief moment of silence for those who lost their lives. And after the moment of silence, we're going to play a tune by Stevie Wonder that best reflect this particular day. Now in the moment of silence. I thank you all for joining me with that. And here's our brother Stevie Wonder, Love and Need of Love Today. Good morning, friend. Here's your friendly announcer. I'm serious, dude. Hang on to everything. What I'm about to say couldn't be no world disaster. Could change your joy and laughter to see. Don't 
I don't know if it's in all of the states by now, but in certain in some of the states, there are open carry laws. People are packing. It's just like the wild, wild west all over again. That's Stevie Wonder said in his song, Love in Need of Love. Did you ever think you'd see a day like that when love would need love? Today, we're going to, our subject today is why does money elude us? Why does it always seem to elude us? Here we are, a nation of people. And I'm, I'm speaking about black people in general because that's who our largest audience is. Over 40 million of us who, as it is estimated, that at the end of the, of the, of the year, we will make over $1 trillion out of the economy this year. And why does it seem like that we are still trapped in a struggle when you have over a million, I mean, a trillion dollars in combined income? I want to offer something to this discussion today from the Honorable Elijah Muhammad in his book, Message to the Black Man. In in an article called A Sound Economic Plan, one, he wrote in his book, the economic plight of the black people of this land has so long been neglected by so-called leaders that even our own people have forgotten its basic importance. Our economic position remains at the bottom of the ladder. Because of this ineffective leadership and because so many of us fail to develop self-leadership in economics, we are in the midst of the so-called civil rights struggle and ferment amongst the black and oppressed reach new heights. I shall list critically but constructively the guide and outline we must be followed if this black nation of, at that time, 22 million is ever to achieve uh, true independence and equality. Number one, our knowledge of self others and the time should force us to become more prudent in our spending. Unnecessary spending by trying to keep pace with the wealthy of this country has done more to put us on the path of the prodigal son than anything else. Let us be taught how to spend and save by those of us who desire to see us out of poverty and want. Number two, do not be proud to meet together as leaders and teachers to discuss the solution of how to stop this reckless downhill fall 
of our people. Number three, not one so-called Negro leader seems to want a meeting with me, meaning the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, to discuss the plight of our poor people in North America. See, that's a problem there, and I hope that we can touch on that today. Number four, I have set before you a program according to the divine supreme being and his prophets. You have neither produced a better program nor anything to equal it. Your present plans are involved in one of the most disgraceful programs, especially you who boast that you are free and want freedom, justice, and equality with your slave master by sitting, standing, and and uh, begging to be accepted as the brothers of those who for 400 years have brought you into your present condition and have made you a people unwanted by the civilized nation of the earth. No one wants foolish people who love everyone but themselves and their own kind, who would rather beg than go for self or even ask the slave masters to help them go for self. Such uh, people numbering into the millions are on the road to destruction if their downhill uh, speed is not checked by Allah God and his messenger. Now, I want to reflect on that number three. Not one so-called Negro leader seems to want to meet with me to discuss the plight of our poor people in North America. Donald Trump came to black people and said, what do you got to lose? Well, I'm saying to you today, what do you have to lose? The Nation of Islam have been in ex in existence for over 80 years. And I have yet to see one group to match its, its success. One group. Sure, we have the uh, Potter's House, and sure, we have, uh, um, I don't know what Creflo Dollar called his group. But I don't see them buying up land. I don't see form, form, uh, uh, any forming going on. I don't see any viable traces of a nation being produced by them. It's beautiful to build buildings, and it's beautiful to own cars, and it's beautiful to to exist in the capitalist society that we do. But however, what good would it be to do such, do all that and do not produce a, a secure place for yourself and your own kind? So we want to go into why is it that money constantly keeps 
eluding us. Our guest today, uh, that Kendall had lined up uh, um, today, Ken, Kendall was not be, was not able to uh, to come on the show today uh, for whatever reason, and uh, so we're going to try to reschedule his guest. His guest was coming on to talk to us about networking. That networking thing is very, very powerful. If you don't network, then that means you can't circumvent your dollars amongst yourself. The name of the game is to circumvent your dollars. With the people who have their dollars going everywhere and to every different nationality of people except for their own, is only doing nothing but destroying their own base, their own community base. You have no base if you can't turn over your dollars amongst yourself. You will never have, you will never keep anything viable or tangible within your community. The Nation of Islam as we use it as a model, is very successful in that because the dollar turns over within the nation. I don't know exactly how many times that dollar bill turns over within the nation. However, the Nation of Islam is still standing after 82 years. Well, Now, I'm not going to sit and tell you that we're all um, on the same pages and same accords. I will not tell you that because it, it is evident that you have different uh, branches that have grew out of the nation ever since the uh, the departure of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. You have Silas Muhammad. You have the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. You have um, a Wart Dean Muhammad group. You have a... Um, a royal, I don't know if they're still in existence or not, but you had a royal, um, Muhammad, and um, and uh, you have one guy out here calling himself the Son of Man now. And uh, I think some, and there's a few others that I, I don't know the name of. However, regardless to that, look at the work of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. He may not be physically present with you now, but his books are here. And and those names that I mentioned all study and came from that book, The Message to the Black Man, The Fall of America, our Savior has arrived. All of those, including groups outside of the nation of Islam, have adopted that teaching from the Honorable Elijah Muhammad and his teacher, Master Farad Muhammad. We, as a nation of people, must begin to circumvent our dollars amongst ourselves. This is what is hurting us. 
There is no reason why we should not become a part of a viable and successful nation. The Jewish people are successful. The Asian people are successful. Caucasian people are successful. And now the Indonesians, they are successful because they recognize that they must build a reality for themselves. Now, I listed some problems that I see. The reason why we can't seem to keep money. For one thing, uh, you know, I, I, I'm going to add this one on because the Honorable Elijah Roman, I read this. One thing, you got to recognize unity is your biggest problem. If you, if you start having unity in, in spending, unity amongst yourself, you can build a reality for yourself overnight, a successful nation for yourself overnight. America is not stopping you and I today. America is, she's having a hard time herself trying to produce jobs for her own people. You, brothers and sisters, need to realize that you are all you got. You can't blame white people if they start if they start getting getting to the point of only want to hire their own. You can't blame Spanish people for getting to the point where they only want to hire their own. You can't blame Jewish people if they want to start hiring their own, which all, which many of them do. But however, but whatever is left, sometimes they giving you the crumbs off of their table. And some of us, the way we act, we feel like that's where we want. We, we're like Lazarus. We want the crumbs. But not just the Lazarus effect is there. Also, the clean effect is there. Because you you ever seen uh, static energy? Like whenever you take your clothes out of dryer and it seems like you're trying to pull, pull it apart from another article of clothing and it just don't want to let go. That's how it is with black people. Some of us don't want to let go because we feel that we don't want to let go that comfort zone. We're in the comfort zone, you know. You know, we're afraid to take take a step. But you're going to have to step. Because as the factories are closing, as the uh, the storms are increasing, 
you're going to have to take a step. You're going to have to move forward. If you look at the rain, the hail, the snow, the earthquakes, and the breaking down of the infrastructure, you're going to have to need a safety net for yourself because those who you have been clinging to is going to be forced to rely on themselves for themselves. Brothers and sisters, we can't continue on this road that we are economically. Now, you can't say that white people, and I know how some of you think, there ain't no white person help me, that's a lie. Because many of you are employed by them. Yes, you are. And uh, we got to do better, brothers and sisters. Now, I'm, I, I only listed three problems, but I'm pretty sure some of you have something to add, and I hope that you do. But problem number one from me is to know that you don't know about money. Stop pretending that you know about money. Did, did you know that the Honorable Elijah Muhammad had taught and uh, Minister Farrakhan have mentioned this as well, that there were three forms of discipline uh, in the college that they were not that they that they were not going to be teaching us about, and that's the science of business, the science of warfare, and the science of mating. Why the science of business was not to be taught? to black people or the former slaves, it is because they know that if you had that knowledge, that you would probably or equally, now I'm not going to use the word probably, you would surpass them in terms of businesses. Because most of the businesses that even the whites have, and even the Jews have, comes from the minds and the hands of black people. That's a fact. That is truth. Why the science of warfare? Science of warfare will teach you on how to protect and keep what you have and what you have established. When you establish a business, it's always warfare. Why do you think that, that a lot of these companies are always on the lookout for uh, uh, for the uh, financiers? Financiers. Those are takeover guys, man. So that's why. The science of warfare is very important when you're talking about business and money. Third one, the science of mating. Why mating? What does that have to do with business and warfare? It is because, brothers and sisters, mating 
will help you to produce um, a prosperous and a scientific and a um, intellectual intellectual superior nation. It would help you to produce a people that is able to build civilizations that will last for 50,000, maybe even 100,000 years into the future. That's why it's important that you choose the mates that you in, that you intend to have children with. You can build a people by being very scientific in your choice of mates. We see it all the time. You know, you, if, you, if any of you study animal husbandry, then as you witness uh, that, that whenever they find a winning thoroughbred horse, people will pay up to, to $100,000 for the sperm of that horse. And then they, they will impregnate also another horse that is female that is also a champion or, or winner, and they and they and they will produce the thoroughbred. Happens all the time. That knowledge is not to be is is not hidden from anybody. Okay, so let's move on. Problem number two, debt accumulation. Debt accumulation. <laughs> that is the illness of America. Because there's so much here to where you can just have your pick, have your feel on whatever it is that you want. You don't know how you're going to pay it. But you just get it anyway. And that is a big problem. And you wonder why the credit card companies are just busting out the scene from people owing debt to them. I was just so shocked to just hear um, a popular radio um talk show host uh, Dave Ramsey and whenever the uh, his call is called they give a, a debt free uh screen after they be after they fought their way to become debt free. I wish I had some Dave Ramsey I would have played a little bit for you. However um you can just go to DaveRamsey dot com and you all can listen to uh, some of his programs, but I was in shock to know that some people go a hundred thousand dollars in debt, two hundred thousand dollars in debt, up to five hundred thousand dollars in debt. Man, <laughs> I'm afraid to even spend over a hundred dollars because I know 
the way they underpay us, that $100 less can hurt our, our budgets, even $200. Oh, man, and if you ever want to have a tragedy in the black community, amongst us in the way we're being underpaid, Five hundred dollars would just push us completely off the cliff. <laughs> so that that is hurtful to us, and some of us, unfortunately, never recovers from it. Next problem number three: control spending. I know of a story of a um, of a person, and it may be your story as well. Why would you? Why would you, in right mind, spend your rent money? You give the wife the rent money to hold, and then you come back and you discover. At you a hundred dollars short, she may not have then tell you that she spent the hundred dollars or loaned somebody the hundred dollars, thinking that they was going to pay her back. But then you discover that the rent is not completely due, and when and then whenever you find out, you find out the hard way somewhere farther down within a few months later. Then the crooks come along, which are, which are those who, who pay, who charge these, these extravagant interest rates, comes around and want to foreclose on your property because you didn't have, because you were $100 short three months ago and you may not have known about it. Then by the time, Several months later, then they let you know, and then your note, uh, your interest have been inflated to probably about 430%. So you got to be careful whenever it comes to money. You can't play around with that thing. You, you, as, as a husband and wife, even as an individual, you must be aware of how you handle finance. I want to read something uh, from Dave Ramsey's book, which is called The Money Answer Book. It's, re- it's very good, and if you ever get a chance to pick one up, pick it up. Uh, you'll be glad you did. Okay, Mr. Ramsey says that personal finance is 80% behavior and only 20% head knowledge. It's an 80-20 rule. Personal finance is 80% behavior and 20% head knowledge. And he goes on to say in this, he said, if things are going to change, then you have to change. This isn't rocket science. 
whether you are selling something or whether you want to gain control of your personal finances, is all about behavior, adjustments. You can't walk through the mall if you have a spending problem. It's like a drunk hanging out at a bar. <laughs> That's right. So get on with it. Your future awaits the decisions you make today. And he says that is top two ways to be money smart. Number one, say no to credit cards. Period. Get rid of those things. I got my, got rid of mine years ago. Say write it down. Make a budget and give every dollar a name. People I'm around, they have a hard time gathering that. But I try to name every dollar and know where every dollar is going. And it just kills me to see people who have enough money Is broke within two weeks. And you ask them, why are you broke? I don't know. <laughs> you know why you don't know? It's because you never took the time to sit down and write or plan out what it is that uh, that your money needs to go to. You're just constantly spending, spending, spending. And what accumulates in that spending is a soda pop here. Juice here. Old candy. Don't forget the candy. You're constantly spinning and spinning and spinning. And then you look up and all the money just flew away like the birds in the sky. We're gonna take another music break uh, on this on this nine eleven um commemoration and uh want to go do, go back and pull out the blast from the past from my brother Marvin Gaye, and uh, we'll come back and talk with you after the musical break. Oh, <laughs> 
Okay, now. And Dennis wrote this before he listed uh, 10 uh, desires in order to stay motivated. Because whenever you're dealing with money, brothers and sisters, you've got to be constantly motivated in order to keep it, accumulate it, and to spend it. Now, Dennis said, remember, anything you feel and dwell upon will manifest in your life. Poverty, ill health, criticism, or love. There is nothing more important than learning the art of keeping your mind focused upon the things, conditions, and circumstances of life that you really want. Here are 10 essential elements that will fuel your motivation. Number one, develop the right mental attitude. R-M-A, brothers and sisters. That, that should be number one in every field of endeavor. Every field of endeavor. You can, you can teach R-M-A to sports players. You can give that to anyone, and that will make a huge difference in how everyone will relate to each other. Okay, number two, aspire to something greater than yourself. Develop a magnif magnificent obsession. Number three, possess a futuristic outlook. Take the long-range view. Release the past. Number four, develop deep personal integrity. Be someone you can admire. Number five, accept total personal responsibility. Remain in complete control at all times. Do not be manipulated by people or events. Operate on a personal timetable. That's good advice. Time management. Teach it to your children as well. Make a big difference. Number six, edify and affirm others. Remember, nothing is greater than love. I'm 100% agreement with that. Number seven, be grateful, not critical. Develop a uh, gratitude attitude. You know what, you know, brothers and sisters, uh, when you're grateful, when you are appreciative, it's like it turns on a magnetic force. And not only does, does things come to you, but your character becomes magnetic in the process. It's a give and take uh, principle there at work with that. Number eight, select your friends with care. Minimize people dependency. If you dominate your associates, there is no way for you to expand or grow. Number nine, do it now. Decide what habits or changes you wish to alter in your life Make those changes and never let 
an exception occur. Number 10, look for mentors, mentors who are larger than life, expands us. Mentors in different fields broaden us and deceases and deceased. Um, no, and deceased mentors inspire us. Those who have came and have, and, and now is no longer here with us, and that is true because there will be many, many, thousands, millions on this planet who were inspired by the great Muhammad Ali, who lived. And now he has passed. But look at the millions of people who are who are going to be for the first time for some discovering who this man is. And they're gonna take his life, his example, and use it to help them broaden who they are. How to stay motivated all the time. Let me finish what he just, uh, with some more from his little chapter. Uh, Then it says, none of these 10 elements regarding motivational cause for any form of education or great sacrifice each can be verified for its soundness by anyone who understands the power of self-motivation as it relates to achieving a worthy goal. Look at that word, self-motivation. And what did Dave Ramsey say? Personal finance is 80% behavior, 20%. Head knowledge? Why do money keep eluding us? Money keeps eluding us because of our behavior with money. We got to put down the leisure. It's too much leisure in your life. And this is why you never achieve the type of goal financially that you want to achieve. And quickly to to the married to the married couples. In a marriage it's supposed to be unity. Supposed to be unity of finance. However, you will never have a sound a financially sound home if one is careful in their spending habits, and the other is not. If one is a planner of their finance and the other is not, Allah, God, Jehovah, wherever you want to call him by, have always said through his prophets that a divided house cannot stand. How do you expect to, to become financially sound as a couple 
and there's a divide in the way financing is being handled. You'll never be able to to have the type of financial success that you desire if you will not meet eye to eye with one another. You know, I man, the time goes by so fast, and um, I have thoroughly enjoyed this day. I see we only have about, oh, about four minutes left in today's program. And I want to close it, um, close this program and, and, and just say to one another, you know, America is still the great racial divide. And, you know, we all have different backgrounds, different ideas on how we think that the country should be ran. And, 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 and However, we are all citizens within these borders. Learn to work with one another because you're doing it already anyway. And let's help, let's get together and try to solve some of these problems that we have. I know it's a struggle, I know it's hard. You have some people that that will hate you for no reason by being a black person. However, you don't have to worry about them. In a few more days, you won't even have them here existing at all. But those of you who are, who are living, try to do something amongst yourself financially to secure a place for yourself. The bottom heel is dropping out brothers and sisters, and, and uh, they know there's not a way to stop this. I believe that God himself is pushing this to the end of this particular system of things. You and I are powerless to stop it, and, and, and to be honest with you, many of us really don't want to stop it because it has not been an equal system towards us all. So on this 9-11, I, I, I want to kind of thank each and every one of you for listening to me uh, this afternoon. And uh, I'm going to end this program uh, with with uh, Tracy Chapman. Um, I, I think Tracy Chapman's greatest album to me was the was was a debut album which it came out and, and um because it reflected a time where we really needed to hear the lyrics in that in that in that uh album a very first debut album and there's a song on there called Across the Line that definitely speaks to the time. Until next week Brother Derek Jabril is signing off, and hopefully uh, 
Kendall Strahan will be back with me next week. Peace.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.